All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of Hundred、uh, Books a Year with Kevin.、Uh, we're back.、Uh, <laughs> sorry for the、uh, hiatus、uh, that we took a few days break.、Uh, you know, my job is getting busy.、Um, I'm in software sales, and it's end of the quarter, so、um, didn't really have a chance to read a couple of books. I did. I listened to a couple of audio books.、Um, nothing to really, you know, to talk about. I feel like.、Um, So for the future,、uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to、uh, not bound my reading decision based on if that book is podcast is podcastable or not. <laughs> I'm going to、um, read whatever I want to read because、um, I have purchased a few of the biography that has been on my bookshelf for the last year or so because of the fact that、um, I don't want to talk about bio- biographies. I I don't feel like this format is good for that. Uh, maybe in the future I might do like a kind of like a long form podcast. I talk about one person, but that takes takes a lot lot of research.、Um, so here's what we're gonna do.、Uh, we're gonna do series, of course, right? We're、uh, we're gonna、um, you know talk about a few a few books there and there, and、uh, there might be a couple of days in between, right?、Uh, hopefully, if we get like a longer series, we might be able to to do it every single day for a week, and then maybe、uh, in that.、Uh, Uh, during that talk time, if I have another book that I run, that I wanted to talk about, and I'm gonna continue to to like do that. But once I run out of material, there might be a few days break where、right? allow me to re to re recuperate, kind of um, and then we go from there. Okay. So today we're gonna start a new series. Probably gonna do a two day thing. Uh, we I read a book called The Joy of Sweat. It's actually really interesting.、Uh, I pick out a couple good, couple funny situations we're gonna talk about、um, today and tomorrow、um, over the weekend. So let's talk about the science of sweat. I don't want to get into that much in detail about the science of、uh, perspiration.、Um, I want to start with a story. I think it's really, really, really I mean,、uh, interesting. So there is this young nurse in South Africa. Um, she's like early twenties,、um, you know, healthy. <coughs> excuse me. And then she works as a nurse, right? So she's wearing whites pretty much all the time. And then she realized that there was a period that she she will sweat while she's on the job, and then her sweat will be red, like red color sweat. If you think about it, right? Like if you are a nurse and you are doing hard work and then you are sweating and then It's like you're bleeding, right? It's like a a haunted house kind of a, a situation. So she's worried. She's like, "Yeah, what's wrong with me?" So she went into、uh, the hospital to to get it checked out.、Um, everything is fine with her.、Uh, all the tests that she runs, that <laughs>、uh, she's healthy. And then what 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 what、uh, what ended up happening is、uh, they were at, they were talking about their diet, right? Their like food. So she's in. She works in South Africa. I'm not familiar with that much of a South Africa culture, but they have this、uh, spicy tomato chip called nicknacks, N I K N A K. So essentially, it's a part of their culture to eat nicknacks, a spicy red、uh, tomato chips. I don't know if that's like tomato flavoring on potato chips or that they're actually like. Uh, tomato, like、uh, dried tomato chips, but she will eat that twenty four seven. She will eat it like, like a snack. 
she will uh, eat uh, uh, doing her nursing break, right? Like she will eat it like all day long. She will eat about like two to five pounds of those things per week. So she's addicted to the knickknacks, the red chips. And then <laughs> her sweat turns red, right? So it's actually a pretty rare condition. Not, not everybody can do this. I forgot what it's called, but she has that condition and then her red potato chips cause her to bleed sweat, red sweats. Right, so now that leads me to like another rabbit hole, right? I, I, I was like, hmm, how long does it take for a fluid to be ingested through your mouth and then getting sweat out, right? Um, there was this uh, Finland uh, doctor, he actually had this experience where he was drinking tracers, like when you are uh, doing like body imaging, you know, like you drink tracers. She would drink uh, tracers with like, uh, water or some kind of a beer and then after like she drank that she would go right into a sauna and then set a timer and then she will collect sweat and measure it and say okay uh, I start sweating at minute five here is the sweat sample I start uh, sweating at minute eight here's a sweat sample as it turns out after she ingests the tracer it will sweat out in 15 minutes just let that sink in how amazing is that so it's going through your mouth, uh, hitting your stomach, right? Going through the entire GI system, getting, you know, like water pulled out and then it will like leak out of your pores. It will, uh, it will sweat out of your pores in 15 minutes. That's pretty amazing, right? So sweating is actually something that most of us overlooked. And I certainly did. I did not know there was so much um, interesting perspective on sweating. So this book in the beginning chapters, um, author actually argues that sweating is what allow us to be hunter gatherers, right? So here's what they mean. Um, we are bipedalism mammals, right? So we are, we're able to stand up and we're able to walk on our both legs. So when we are surviving as the early hunter and gatherer, you know, a species, we are the only one of the only um, a species that can do that. Maybe chimpanzee can do that, but um, the thing is, is we are only one that can, you know, like stand upright and then walk and then run marathons and not overheat because of the fact that we have pores. And if you think about it, right, on a hot day, this is actually really, really interesting. We, we have about 7% of our body exposed to sunlight if we are, um, you know, like outside running or doing things. If you think about it, right, any other um, animal or reptile, right, if we think about like a lizard or a lion or a horse or a dog, they're on four legs. So their entire body is pretty much horizontal exposing to sunlight, right? So we, we, we only expose 7% of them, so that allow us to travel when it's hot outside, right? Uh, if you ever see any nature documentary, you know, right? Like um, the hunting times are usually early mornings for like uh, reptiles or for lions, right? They usually find cooler spots to hang out, right? To not let them overheat like lions, right? They, they are usually hiding next to a shading area in the middle of the day. Right, when the sun is the highest. So we are involved to sweat and that's great. And then we are standing up 
so that we can minimize our exposure to direct sunlight so we can actually regulate our body temperature better. And then this book, it talks about, you know, different things about sauna, which I don't want to talk about it because we kind of covered that before, right? Uh, they talk about how there's a big industry, right? Like don't want us to like sweat, right? Like there's different, you know, like deodorants and stuff. So I just want to touch on like the basic science of sweating kind of like on a superficial level and then give you guys a couple of fun facts today. And tomorrow we're going to touch on something else, which I think is really interesting as well. Okay. So a uh, pretty interesting book uh, called The Joy of Sweating. And uh, that's it. So thanks for listening. We're officially back for <laughs> the next couple of days. And then uh, we go from there. Thank you guys. Bye.